Andrew Tonkin Church. You hear him well. He's given his life to God, give his life to the gospel, give his life to preaching the gospel to the world. And y'all hear him good tonight. Brother Andrew, I love you, bud. Appreciate you, man. It's been a long road, ain't it? It's been a good one, ain't it, pal? I love you, man. All right, I want to say it's good to be in the Lord's house tonight. I'm glad I'm saved most of all, and I certainly appreciate the Lord's grace and His kindness to us in these days, and uh, knowing that He's got a work and a plan, and all things are working out for good. All things are working in that way, and I thank God for that. And um, I've just been uh, back in the U.S. since, uh, I guess, mid-December. was able to make it back in time for Christmas there at my mama's and my brother and get to see family. And I certainly appreciate the Lord's grace allowing that to, uh, to happen and be able to see them and enjoy some time around the holidays around with your family. It's not, nothing like it. Um, if you have your Bibles this evening, I want to look at the book of Matthew, uh, chapter number 25. Matthew chapter 25. And uh, also want to look over at a few verses of Scripture over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. And so Matthew chapter 25 and Ephesians chapter 4 tonight. And uh, just uh, some things that God's been bringing, bringing to my mind and to our, my heart as we're in study and, and uh, just in recent weeks. And I want to share some truths that God's uh, put on my heart tonight for you all. And be diligent and mindful of the Spirit. If you found your place tonight and you're able to stand, let's stand together for the reading of the Word of God in Matthew chapter number 25. And we'll begin reading in verse number 14. The Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered them his goods. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, every, uh, to every man according to his several ability. And straightway took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made them another five talents. Likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh. And reckoneth with them. And so he, had, uh, he that hath received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee Ruler over many things, enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. And he which hath received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest, therefore, to have put my money to the exchangers. 
and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For every one that, uh, that hath shall be given, and he shall... Let me back up there. For, for, for unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Cast ye the unprofitable servant in the outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's bow for prayer for just a moment. This evening. Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for this precious word that we've read here, this parable account, God, of what of you and your words. We pray tonight you would help our hearts, help our minds to be open unto you and your spirit. I pray, God, you would guide us now. Lord, I admit, oh Lord, a great lack and Lord, a need of you tonight. God, my mind, my thoughts, piece everything together that you will receive glory in you alone. Thank you, Father, for how that you've touched our heart already in this service through song and Lord, through the brethren. Pray you just settle in amongst us now and speak to us and help us as we look to you once again. In Jesus' name, and the church said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for praying with me. You can be seated. This parable that Jesus is speaking here, it's interesting that at the course of where he is in his life, most likely this is on a, on a, on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday for we know on a Thursday that he sends the disciples to prepare for the last supper meal just prior to Passover. Picture now with me what's happening in Jerusalem. It's Passover feast. Passover is on hand. You've got different pilgrims that's traveled far and wide coming in from different areas of the known world. And they've come in to pay homage and tribute, come into the temple to worship God. The city is hustling and bustling. People are bumping into one another. Jesus, for the second time, has cleansed the temple. And uh, he, in his way, he's, he's coming about and he takes this Olivet Discourse, as it said. Here he speaks and makes it clear of the end times and when he returns and things to look for. Takes this moment to specifically share these truths with his disciples and those that were within earshot, those around him. And so in this parable tonight, we understand that Jesus oft spoke and taught in parables. The idea behind parables was for those that have ears, let him hear. Those that, that the message was intended for would understand the deeper meaning. Oftentimes, the disciples, Jesus, in, in his teaching and explaining the parables, he wouldn't per se give the explanation at the moment of the instruction or at the moment of the teaching, at the moment of the preaching of the parable. It would be days, sometimes even weeks later, after those disciples pondered on that and thought about it, they'd say, Lord, what did, what did you mean about this? And what, what was it that you meant about this specific, maybe it was the sower or a parable that he spoke in. And so, and so it gave the opportunity to ponder and to think. Oftentimes there in the Middle East and Iraq, I'll use this same strategy, the same method, the same means in, in sowing the gospel truth. And just, I think in America culture, we have an idea we have to explain everything. There I just simply share the truth, share the gospel, and I'll just walk away. It's amazing, you'll see how they'll come back around Sometimes a week later, and I say, hey, you remember that story you told about an old man who had two sons? God is working on their heart. God preparing them. God softening. God allowing the seed of his eternal spirit and word to speak to them and draw them to himself. And so here we see this parable. We understand parable as, as, a, as a story that has an earthly link or relation to, but, 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 but the significance or the meaning is connected to the spiritual realm. And so there's this, uh, in Sunday school, we would always say an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. 
So there was this connection to something happening, a deeper meaning, a deeper understanding in the spiritual realm, beyond the physical eye, in the heavenlies. And Jesus here speaks a, a, a several parables in a row. First, in this chapter, he speaks about ten virgins, five having uh, oil for their lamps and five not having oil for their lamps. That parable speaks of preparation, preparing for the bridegroom to come. Here in this parable, we, we want to see tonight that it is speaking of a, of a practice. What's to be done while he's gone? So, this undertake, this, this story is that there's this man, this landowner, this master, and he is going on a far country. He's going on a trip, and he calls his servants in, and he, he, he entrusts them, gives them. It's not, a talent is, is equivalent to a full year's wage. And so he's given, if you can imagine, even using, to, even using today's uh, numbers, uh, 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 that he's, that to show you the, 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 the weight of responsibility given to these servants, he's entrusted one man with five times the yearly salary, all at one time. He's entrusted another one with two times the yearly salary, the talent of silver. Gives these men, he calls them around and says, here are these five talents, here's two talents, and here's one talent. The master of the household knows his servants, knows what they're capable of doing, knows what they're not able to do. And so he says, I'm going to give them according to their several ability." And extends and gives the one five, knowing sure well he's able to produce with that. The one two, the one one. I find it interesting that right after, I mean immediately the scripture said, after entrusting. Now these talents are not the servants. It didn't come from their, their pocket or from their account. It was from the master. Every bit of it was, had belonged to the master and he entrusted it to the servants. One five, one two, and one one. And immediately, this master leaves on a journey to a far country. Now my understanding of this in looking uh, in the word of God, we know that Jesus said, spoke to us in John chapter number 16. He said uh, in verse number 7, he says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. The Holy Spirit of God. When Jesus left, he ascended to the height to the heavenlies to set where he's at tonight on the right hand side of God, the Spirit of God that, 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 that abides in every believer come to dwell and empower the church, the body of Christ. And uh, uh, this empowerment, this, this Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is a, is a special entity. I know there. In, uh, uh, there in, in Iraq, it is, a, it is imperative to be 100% dependent upon the Spirit of God. I don't know who, uh, I don't know who, who's a believer, who's not, who's slipping in unaware, who's coming in the church. But I'm dependent on the Holy Ghost of God. Have to be 100% dependent. We meet in secrecy. We meet in hiding. To try to worship God. And there are, there are those that come in to attack and tear down and destroy. The, 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 the church back this spring had a man was secretly recording the services. Took this to, to, to the Asais, to, 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 to a place where, where it was exposed. The work was exposed. And 
uh, brothers are scattered, uh, 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 trouble came, uh, difficulty. And so there is this dependency, this, this, this reliance on the Spirit of God, a, a must, a need. And uh, it's amazing when we gather around for prayer, we gather around and it's one praying and the Spirit of God moves from breast to breast and it's real and it's, there's a, there's a, the, 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 the living organism of the body of Christ is a, a spiritually affected. It's amazing when, 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 when they look back over, when they look back over this way and, 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 and they'll, they'll often they'll say, man, I bet it's a blessing like that back in America. And everybody comes together and I said, yeah, sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. It's amazing here how Jesus has, has left the, 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 the Holy Ghost as as. As, this, uh, as the paraclete, as the glue that holds the whole thing together. And, and, and in that, in chapter 4 of, of, the, of, the, of the epistle of, of, to, the, to the Ephesians, Paul has spoken so clearly and so vividly that, 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 that the scripture said in verse 7, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. That, that, that God would, 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 would allow some uh, special graces, special giftings. Uh, 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 and of course, Paul even, even was so concerned about, about the body and all of his works and all where God was moving that there, there was a, a, a stressing to rely upon the Spirit of God. The battle that, that we face, it's not a fleshly battle. So why would we have a strategy or something of the flesh to... To conduct the Lord's work. It's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual work that he's working. Look here. Let me read some verses here in 1 Corinthians 12. Then we'll get back to Ephesians 4. It's what he says this. He says that he wouldn't have them ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. Notice that he says there is no. He says now in verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. He said, there are differences of ad, ad, administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of, of operations, but it is the same God which worketh in all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. In other words, what God has placed on the inside of you is for, you, is for God to use to profit, to make profit. To be used for the glory of God. Yes. How is this prophet to be used you may ask. Well the Bible says here. Or how is it to be used. The Bible says that he gave some apostles. And some, uh, uh, some prophets. And some evangelists. And some pastors. Some, and some teachers. For the perfecting of the saints. For the working of the ministry. Amen. The edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. Till we all come in the unity of faith. And it says, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man or mature man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. God has a plan for you. He's invested in you to the cost of the Son of His own Son. That, you, that, 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 that He's purposed in you. didn't just save us to set us aside, but saved us. And then begin a process called sanctification. Where the Spirit of God helps us along the way and reminds us and gives us recollection of memory, renews our mind to set our focus and our purpose on why we exist, why we're here, why, we, why God saved us. Paul said uh, uh, there, in, uh, there in Philippians 3, he said, he said, uh, uh, he said uh, I've not yet uh, uh, apprehended what I've been apprehended for. He said, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things in the past, I press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That there was something out there that Paul said, I don't quite fully understand why he saved me. But I know there's something that he saved me for. And I'm moving in that direction. I'm forgetting those things in the past. And I'm moving forward to apprehend what I've been apprehended for. God saved us with a purpose in mind. Now I want us to look here at, uh, at this this. this this edifying of the body. 
Now he goes and he says that, 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 that these giftings are being used. He says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and, and, uh, and, and, and ter carried about with all every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they, they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him all things which is the head even Christ. Watch now verse number 16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part making increase of the body into the edifying of itself in love. Man, that's a mouthful. That's a, that's a, that verse is just like, man, can I help? Can I break it down for you? Paul is relating the church, the living organism, body of believers. He's relating it to the human body. And he says, and, and, and earlier in this, in this, in, in this epistle, he states that he has placed Christ as head, a head over all, and that he's put all things under his feet. And, and, and so we know that if Christ is the head and we are the body, yes. that, that means that all things are also under our feet. Yes. What things are those? Well, those things that he placed there, principalities, powers, uh, diverse spirits. And so that's the battlefield that Paul is dealing with here in spiritual warfare, understanding that the things we war against, the things we fight against in the spiritual realm, it is already under our feet based on what God has said, where he's placed us positionally in Christ, seated with Christ in heavenly places, raised up in Christ, placed in Christ. That's where our position is right here this evening. If you're saved, you're in Christ. Now then, now then. Now then, we know that where we are in this, in this epistle, we know that there are, there are sections here. We know that in the first section, Paul is dealing with, uh, dealing with uh, uh, a, a, a doctrinal side. Uh, and then on the latter part where we are tonight, it is a practical side. There is something that we must practice. Now, this is the what to do's. Paul in the first part in the doctrinal side tells us the, uh, 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 the, the how to do's, the what to do's. And he's saying that it, it was able and it's all through uh, that, that you've been placed in Christ, seated in heavenly places. He says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, may be open to see. This is where you are. This is where God has placed you. You're in Christ. And, and he, he, he speaks over and over about putting off the, old, the former conversation of the old man. So much is dealt with in this chapter about your tongue. And, and, and about talking and speaking. Yes. It's amazing here how, how, uh, how the apostle even uh, speaks about that. Uh, but, what, but what's uh, interesting to me is, is how he says that from, every, from, from this body, yeah. he's saying fitly joined together. Yeah. In other words, he's surveyed. He knows who he saved. And he, he definitely knows how he saved them. Uh, and, 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 he, and for what purpose he saved them for, he's entrusting graces and, and the Holy Spirit in them so that they're able to uh, perform. They're able to practice. They're able to be fitly joined together. This joint goes with that joint. Uh, and that joint comes to this joint. And that those joints supply something uh, that, 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 that the rest of the body needs. That the rest of the body uh, 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 that, that, that they're able to come together, join together, and, and uh, perfect it by that which every joint supplieth. I need what you guys supply. You need what I supply. And so there is such a there's such a pull. There's such a there's such a proclamation for them to come together in unity, not to be divided, not to be thinking differently, but to be together, but to be unified. That the Spirit of God uh, 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 would, I mean, have you ever thought about it? Yeah. I mean, the mind up here just tells the hands what to do. Yeah. Could you imagine if you're, I mean, it's just, just your body just bowed up and said, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, things wouldn't work that way. Yeah. It just, I mean, it's, uh, it just seems almost natural. 
That's your body moves, but all along there's a process. The head tells everything else what to do. Sometimes I remember there in the there in the wood shop. I, it's, I that's my that's a, it's, it's a, I have a wood shop there. It allows me access to where I'm laboring. And uh, I remember one day we was in there working. I was making a bed. I had my helpers in there with me. We got all the wood and we're bringing the wood out. And I'm just, I, I got the screw gun out and I'm screwing things together. And, and, and I remember I was, I, was, I was holding the piece of wood just like this. And it was up next and I was putting some, some uh, decorative pieces. The frame was already built. Everything was, it was a pretty bed. Everything all stained. I was putting up some decorative pieces on the front to make it look nice. And when I held it, I was pushing hard. It was a knot on this particular spot. And I was wanting to get this screw in. And, I, and I'm pushing on it hard. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm pressing the button, you know, and it's going in. And, uh, and uh, as, 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 I, I always, at the last minute, I kind of give it the juice. So it just really puts it all the way in there. Have y'all, again, anybody got a witness that new works of wood? You know what I'm talking about. And, and, and so, so I, right as I, as I was fixing to give it the juice and push it in harder, that, that, that slipped off. And the bit of that, that screw gun landed right there. And it, it, done, it, it went in. It, 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 it dug in. And man, I jumped back. Man, I, was, I kind of saw... Watts, slinging blood. I thought, man, this is this is bad. Got to look, and it was just laid open, y'all. I mean, now y'all y'all been there. Yeah. When I done that, it's amazing how how when I replay that in my mind, how fast this hand went immediately Amen. and put pressure and helped this other hand yeah. over here. Amen. This little joint over here was in pain. This joint over here said, I'm going to supply something and help this little joint over here. I'm not going to sit over here and say, I ain't, uh, uh, uh. I'm not going over there. Do you imagine slinging blood, walking around? I mean, God, I mean, I mean, the, the body of Christ. That's, what, that's how we come together in unity. The joints supply everything that the body needs that we may edify ourselves in love. We may grow together. Worship together and walk together. And that the Spirit of God may be manifest to profit with all. It's amazing when, when the Spirit of God begins to move and how it profits and helps and how it speaks to you. Y'all were singing in the choir at night. It was helping my heart. Helping me. Supplying what I was needing. Jesus has just walked out of the temple. He's walked out of the outer courtyard. That's where he begins to give this discourse of this specific parable. We know the money changers are not on the inside of the temple anymore because he's done run them out. <laughs> Spoke, he said, this is not a house of merchandise. My father's house is a house of prayer. And all the hustle and all the bustle, the Lord tells this parable within earshot. Within eye shot, within visibility of these money changers. Interesting. How that Jesus tells a parable about talents. One man had five. He went specifically to the exchangers, the word said. That word is mentioned one time. In the Greek New Testament. It's here. In Matthew 25. Amen. This exchanger had a job. It was literally. In, the, in our understanding. The exchanger is one. That had carried out three specific duties. One duty that they would carry out. Was to take foreign currency. There's got folks traveling from all over the place. Coming to pay tribute to temple tax and the half shekel. Yes, and so they would exchange their foreign currency to receive the shekel, then go and proceed and follow the commandments of Moses. Yes, Secondly, they would take large bills or even small notes or small coins yes. and exchange them for larger ones. 
And lastly, that they would take, they would take the person's money and hold it. They would use it in a way to where it would benefit the one. It would gain interest. It would gain usury. They would, and then, then at, at any given moment, they would come and say, I want my money back. And they'd say, okay, here's your money, and here's what we made with your money. What I find interesting, when I read through this, is the one that gave five talents. Now, they know it's a business. They know that it's risky. But the Bible didn't say he gave five and got back three. Yeah. He gave five and he received all five. Yeah. The one that had two talents, preacher, he gave those two talents yeah. and then likewise received a full return. When we sow in two what God, when we're allowing God by His Spirit to use us, when we're walking in the fullness of Christ, it's a 100% guarantee of a full return. I'm glad of that tonight. Even when I, I and I see the thing is, they couldn't see oftentimes. They dropped that money off and they walked away. But there was trust. That this exchanger has my best interest yes, at his heart. Right. That he's working for me. Yes, he's working things out. He's going to make a return that's going to make my master happy. <laughs> so what Jesus is saying is this. In this parable, he is trying to, to relay a spiritual meaning to what they're seeing there. This exchange, the foreign currency, they had something from another land that they could exchange for something that directly related them to the temple, God's house. And this word exchange, this, this understanding of taking something and exchanging it. One of their operations, one of their duties, as some, it's really like a banker kind of a job that the Jewish people had. Really like someone that was like a teller. Um, the specific word is shohani. And these men would, had a specific job. That's what they'd done. There's three, three specific tasks. But thinking about this and thinking about what he's telling the disciples, what they're seeing. This exchange going on. I can take some time. When the Lord woos my heart and said, slip away and pray for me a little. Pray with me a little bit. Talk to me a little bit. I can take some time. Some earthly time that God has entrusted to us. And I can exchange that with this exchanger. And something can go on and affect in the heavenly realm. Our prayers can, can, can continue on long after we're gone. Can affect things in another realm. Yes. Jesus told us, told us a, a, a few times. He, said, he says, lay not up for yourselves uh, 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 treasures upon the earth where thieves can break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt. There's this understanding that he's walking around, one in the sea. Although you may be present in this life, there's something that we're to work for, to, 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 to look to, to be used for. And, 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 and I, I'm just amazed of how this all is taking place at these exchangers. Sometimes God's, God, uh, things happen in our lives that we fully don't understand. Some things happen in our life that's difficult to process. Maybe it's a loss of a loved one. Maybe it's a sickness. Maybe it's some kind of a, of a, of a bad news from a doctor. Maybe it's things that we would say maybe a detour. I wasn't expecting that. Paul spoke clearly about how these things. He spoke about being perplexed. He spoke of being cast down. He spoke about being in despair. He spoke about being uh, 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 forsaken by others. All these things he, he spoke about. 
And then, then when over here in 2 Corinthians 4, look at what he said. He says, For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. That's a, that's, a, that's a blessed word. He says, look here at verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. The same word, weight there, is an equivalent to somebody exchanging currency. Somebody exchanging money. And so when we, when we have this understanding in our mind, although my body may be going through something, uh, uh, through a sickness, through a, through, through, through a chemotherapy, through whatever it may be, although I may be going through this, I understand now that, wait a minute, uh, 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 that the Holy Spirit of God is abiding in me. He's enabling me to walk through this with a smile. He's enabling me to, 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 uh, to understand it's God's will, that it's part of God's plan, that, 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 it is, that, that, that it's part of the purpose for me on this, on this earth. And when I understand that, we're, we're literally taking something small that's going to work for us a far more heavier weight in glory. Cashing up. Paying ahead. Isn't that an amazing thing? When they would entrust that and give it over and allow to be allow to be used. All came back as a full return. Let me say this tonight. Let's look at the, so when the when when the when the when the master comes. And see that's really I want to understand tonight. Really truly. The, the, the severity of the hour. Heard a quote this morning. Our life is but a vapor there in James. But it appears for a little while and it vanishes away. Your life. My life. And. Just how that compares to. If I had a tape measure up here. If I had a ruler or a tape up here. And I measured from one side of the building to the other side of the building. Yeah. I know it's probably, probably close to 30 feet, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. But it's a long distance. If we were to look at, an, look at the inch mark on, on, that, on that tape measure, we know there's a half inch, there's a quarter inch. Even goes down to 16th, even 32nd of an inch. If we were to compare a 16th of an inch mark on that ruler, on this side and the rest of that measuring tape that's that's the comparison of your life now on this earth in somewhat of an understanding of a comparison for what eternity is going to be like we're here for a short time how are you using your talents how is god does he have full control does he have everything I mean, I mean, is he is he in charge? And 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 you know, it's, it's amazing here. This this master comes back. Those ones that have a full return, they don't wait for him to call. They come running up. Lord, look, you give me five of your monies, and I've got five more. Here's ten. He said. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Yes, sir. Yes. You've been faithful over of a few things. Yes, sir. I make you ruler over many. Yes, Second guy of two, the same way. We get down to this, this, this one that God entrusted yes. one with. I'm amazed at what he says. How he falsely re represents the Lord. But I believe it stems here in verse number 25. He said, and I was afraid. Yeah. I was afraid. Yeah. You'll find that, that, that exact same phrase when God is in the garden. He says, Adam, where art thou? Why did you hide yourself? He said, I was afraid. Can I encourage you tonight? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to come to God. Don't be afraid to... Let it all go and give yourself to Him. Yes, sir. Don't be afraid to say, God, use me. Don't be afraid to, to, to entrust yourself. Uh, don't assume things about Him. It's not true. He's a good God. Uh, uh, there's, some, there's some 
nearly 400 times in the Word of God, you'll find the phrase, fear not, don't be afraid. Uh, it's, it's more than enough for one day out of the, for every day of the year. More than enough. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid when God is, is desiring you to work and to move His Spirit through you. Don't be afraid. Step out and trust. Step out and you'll see it's not you. It's not the physical, but the Spirit of God moving through you that's affecting and changing. Bring honor and glory to the Son of God. I remember I was over there in the Middle East there in a little town where I've been laboring. I'm learning the language. God's helping me with it. Preacher, God's helping me. I'm learning, I'm learning the language, and I'm, I'm sharing the best way I, that I, I, I knew how. This man come in the shop one day, and this was early on, probably a couple, maybe three years ago, early on. But I had been learning. I knew a few things. I knew how to say my heart, Dillyman. <laughs> I knew how to point, and I, I was using my hands, and I could, I could say tools and things around the shop, chuckle and dart and things like that. So I'm piecing things. I'm learning. I'm piecing. It's like, it's like a kid learning. I'm learning the same way. And so this man walks in the shop. Every time I've ever seen him, he's been very, very in your face, very arrogant, very Islamic, just this, ah, always just pointing out faults and finding errors and wanting to tear you down. He walks in the shop and he walks up to me and he, he asked me, he said, he said, are you a Muslim? And I said, no, no, sir, I'm not. And the, the natural man wanted to just get away from me. Yeah. Let me go back over and busy myself with something. Yeah. And I started to, to be honest with you. The Spirit of God said, I want you to witness to him. Amen. I said, Lord, this man don't speak English. Yeah. I'm barely speaking the language. And he said, I'll help you. <laughs> And so I looked at him, and in a very feeble attempt with what I knew, I said, I said, Jesus, his house is inside my heart. And he looked at me funny, and I said, Jesus, his house, Lamaliman, is inside my heart. And, 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 and that's all, I just said it like three times, all I knew how to say and, and, and to watch this, to watch the God of heaven affect this man, speak to him, uh, spoke to his heart, and to see him come in, to come in the weeks later and the months later, he'll come, he would just come, come tiptoeing in, come walking in, he'd, he'd kind of, <laughs> he'd kind of walk around, I'd see him, I'd say, hey man, you remember me? I'd, I'd walk over and talk to him, you know, and get him in a corner and talk to him. And, and, and uh, but just like that, just like it's just stepping out, walking, uh, uh, walking with him, talking with him, communion with him. Don't be afraid. Man, I appreciate this singing, that special song. That was a blessing. A blessing tonight. Thank God for that. Touch my heart. I thank God for that. Man, I mean, don't be afraid. The, man, if you could understand the God of heaven that controls it all, that's over it all. He's the one that's calling the shots. And when he says, I'm with you, man, don't be afraid. See, when we say, when we say as this slothful servant said, I'm afraid, we're saying, I don't trust you. I don't believe you who you say you are. That's what we're saying to him. He went and he dug a hole. And he hid his talent. Hid his master's money. When the master came... The audacity that he has to say, you're a hard man, and I knew what you'd do. And I, wow, such just a, such confusion. Yes, sir. Such, such lack of who God really is. That's why Paul said over and over again, that to the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know the love of God, that you may know Jesus, that you walk in His fullness, you know Him. When you know that, it is empowering. The church, when a body knows that, man, it, it's just, it's unreal. What, 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 I mean, it's just a, it's just an amazing thing. Amen. These talents, special exchanger had a unique job. Exchanged it. Some things I thought that we've been entrusted with here that we won't get up yonder. Yes, sir. 
time is one of them. It's in existence up yonder. It's one eternal day. He's the light of the city forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Health. Things that we'll have on this side is opportunity. Sickness. Can I, can I say that? Sometimes we look at sickness and we say, man, I don't want that. I don't, you know, hospital. Man, I, I can remember one time I was, I was living in the Amazon. I'd, I'd, I'd been there for several years. I'd gone out and I'd gotten a scratch from a little vine. They call it Sipojifobo. Uh, it's a little fire vine. Had scratched my leg. And I said, wow, this ain't, it'll, it'll just, it's, just a, it's a scratch. I mean, you know, it's nothing. Well, thing, I, I, it, it got infected. And that humidity, and, that, and there were some nasty critters, microscopic bugs got in there. Got infected, got really bad. I was really sick one day. I ended up getting, got, got a ride and got to the hospital. They looked at me. And, I mean, my leg got streaks on it. It's turning, turning colors. And, and I'm praying, Lord, please don't cut my leg off. I mean, it was, I'm, it's a serious. And they bring in, they're trying to get it, you know, to, to go down and give me on one, one antibiotic. Long story short, I'm on three different IV antibiotics trying to get this thing to, to stop. And as I'm in there laying... I'm talking to God in the hospital bed. Have you ever been in the hospital in the Amazon? <laughs> I was in a little cot. Had a buddy, had a guy on this side and a guy on this side. We all in there sweating it out together. And, and I was saying, Lord, I don't want to be in here. I want to get out of this. I'm ready to go back in the village and preach. And I remember one morning... God had sent another, this older woman in there from that town to come by. And she prayed over and prayed with me. It was a blessing. And I just, the Lord, Lord reminded me, I've got you exactly where I want you to be. And so I said, okay, Lord, you've got this leg thing. And so I looked over. And there's a man over this guy on my, on my left side. been shot twice in the back. And he's, he's still alive. He, he was a thief. Tried to steal something. Somebody shot him. On this side, it's a guy that's been snake bit. By a jararaca. And then later he left and a guy came in that had, had some kidney stones. He was suffering. And, uh, and so I ended, up, I ended up witnessing to that boy over there. And man, I, I, said, I said, God's got me here for a reason. I want to take every advantage of it. The Spirit of God was just giving me ideas and direction. I, I text my buddy on the phone and said, hey man, I said, bring up that video camera up here. I'm going to watch some movies. He brought in there, we were showing Jesus film. And, and I'd, I'd pause it in the middle and say, I just, man, God was helping me. I was preaching. And I was just, I'm laying in that, laying that, laying in that hospital bed. All of a sudden, these nurses come in. I can remember, I can remember one specific night, I'll never forget it. There was nurses lined up in, the, in that room. We was all watching a little short film about, uh, about uh, Isaac being offered up. And God was helping me to preach the gospel. I just said, Lord, thank you for that sickness. They may have never heard. And being able to have that mindset, to understand that, man, I'm placed in Christ. I got a purpose that God saved me for. I'm moving forward in that. His Spirit's in me to help, to, to, to perform that, perfect that, to bring back a full reward, a full return. Being able to see that. Uh, 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 you know, it's, it's just an, an amazing thing. You say, well, preacher, well, I'm afraid of messing up. Well, thank God for mercy and grace. Yes, sir. You know what? I mean, it's such an amazing thing, you know, when, you, when, we, when, we, when we look at it from that perspective. There'll be no more mercy and grace up yonder. It's all down here. Oh, the Lord's the Lord wants you to go out and, and it's not the man. Just go out. Follow him. Go, go for it. Go, let her rip. Don't be afraid. Just go for it. <laughs> Some, I can't tell you so many times, man, just times that God just provided and God helped and God moved and God just done it. But just simply want to be obedient and to say, yes, Lord. Not understand everything, may not even see everything. I, I'll, I'll tell you this and I'll, I'll be finished tonight. But I was, this past summer, when all that found out about the church and it all exploded and all the brothers are scattered, Sheep are scattered everywhere. Everybody's afraid. And uh, the other co-workers that we were laboring with, they all got in, long story short, that I had, they were asked to leave, asked to, asked to go. Um, they fled to the, to the States. To there I was by myself. 
the police come to the shop. You know, there I was working. It was just a God just worked it out. I, I didn't get any. I never called me in for question or, or nothing. And so I just ended up just standing right there, and God was with me. I can remember just day in, day out, going to the shop, wondering, well, what can, you know, how can we try to recollect? How can we try to? And I would send texts to certain men, trying to encourage them up, along the way. Still involved, you know, there in the Lord's work, moving books from different places. You know, God just really encouraging us. And um, but it got toward the middle end of the summer. And it was just like I got, just got in this, can I just say rut, if that's okay? I mean, you, 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 want, you don't want to talk about when I say that. It's just like you, all I need to do was get up and go to the shop. I'm still trying to pray. And I'm trying to gather. And it seems like nobody wants to come back out and pray. Nobody wants, not interested. So there I am just trying to pray and trying to seek God. I determined myself. I'm going to say this real quick before I tell you that. But I determined in myself that, just that it helped me so much that I'm just going to, I'm just going to re remain faithful to the Lord. Whether if one comes or nobody comes, <laughs> stay faithful to God. It's where He's led me, where He's called me. I'm going to stay put. And uh, it's like you know, you know, when you when you have that mindset, you realize I work where I work not to make money. No, God's going to provide all that. You're there because a member of that body, a little Jesus, is present there. So when that helps you to smile when, they, when, when they're talking about you. That, that helps you to nod your head at the boss when he's, he's harping on you. Yes, and you can say, I know why I'm really here. It's to shine the light of Jesus. Yes. Throughout this little s season that I was in, just get up and go to the shop. Get up and go to the shop. Work all day. Go home. Yeah. I was in there one day and this man comes in with a suit coat on and a white shirt. Had a little tie on. Blue. Comes walking in and, had, and a guy was following him, had a video camera. And he said, uh, if it's okay, he said, uh, I'm with K24 News. He said, I'd like to do an interview with you. And I said, yeah. I said, that's fine. You're, you're more than welcome to. Many uh, guys have been in the shop before from a previous project that we had done. And, yeah. and so I just said, yeah, that's cool. So he asked me about eight, nine questions. And I answered all of his questions the best way that I could. And evidently he was satisfied with the questions about how I like the people, how I like the town, what food did I like, all these different questions, you know, why I left America to come there. He says, but what I'd really like to know is what they think about you. Uh, he said, I want you to go out on the street there, go on the shop and bring, bring three men in here. I said, okay. I walked out there, looked two doors up from the wood shop as a little bakery. This guy's named Shamal. I said, Shamal, I said, Can you, would you mind coming here and answering some questions? This journalist wants to talk to you. He said, yeah. He walked in there and they were talking. And on up from him, brother, there's a, there's a guy that has a little fruit stand. He sells fruits and vegetables on the street. So I, I hollered at him. He come down there and he said, yeah. I said, hey, man. I said, would you mind just talking to this journalist? And so they're in there talking, answering the questions to him. And, and when I peeked in there, he, see, he went like, like one more. I said, okay, so I walked back out, and coming down the street was this man named Mama Aziz. If there's anybody that I've ever talked to that's ever been very arrogant, very just in your face, very just Islamic, I mean, very just this atmosphere of wanting to push himself on you. I looked again to make sure I thought somebody else might be coming, but it was just, this was the man that was there. I said, hey, Mama Aziz, would you mind, man, this guy wants to talk to you. I was, at this point, I'm wanting want him just to, just to get the questions done and just so the guy can leave, and i got work to do. And so they come in, they're asking questions out in front of the shop. And I walk back inside. I have no idea. I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking, this man is fixing to kick me under the bus. Every time he's ever come in the shop, he's found fault with the work. He's, he's you know, said this wasn't right, and I just, I just, I just said it's untelling what this guy's going to say. Well, my, one of my shop helpers is a, is a, is a, is a believer. We, we call him Steve. And so he had come in and said, and he said, did you, are, did you hear what Mama Aziz was saying about you? 
I said, no, man. I said, honestly, Steve, I said, I really don't even want to know, man. It's untelling what he said. He, he hooked my arm in his. He said, you want to know this? And he pulled me over to the corner of the shop. Pulled me over there. And he says, Mama Aziz said this. He said, the men in our town are known for strictly, rigidly following the Quran. The men in our town uphold it to death. The men in our town never, never miss a prayer meeting, uh, the call to prayer, Islamic call to prayer. And, and, and he said, I'll have these men come to my house from time to time. They'll come in. They'll sit with me. My wife will come in and bring them tea. I'll set them at the place of honor. It's typically the furthest seat away from the door. And he said, he said, when my wife comes in, I, I notice they, they look at her in a wrong way. He said, when my daughter comes in, if she comes in the room, these men, they'll look at her in a lustful and wrong way. He said, I'll treat them with hospitality. When they leave my house, they go down to the, to the main street and they talk about me behind my back. He said, but this man over here in this little wood shop, he said, I've been watching him for three and a half years. He's never one time said anything about my wife. Never said anything about me in a bad way. And while he's saying that, Steve is telling me what he's saying. The Holy Spirit touched my heart and he said, he sees Jesus in you. Man, I just got sizes of pumped. Man, I was excited. I'm telling y'all, I'm still feasting from the encouragement from that. It was a tough year. But I was encouraged and thankful, thankful for the Lord. And, and, and I want to encourage you tonight. You stay the course. You stay faithful where God's got you. And so a couple weeks go by. The, the journalist sent me a, a message and a little link. He said, hey, he said, just want to let you know um, the program aired on national television. I knew it had aired because Mama Z's, he, I, he didn't come out of his house for like almost two weeks. He was afraid. The men got all upset what he said. Got angry. And, and so uh, uh, I followed the link to, 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 to where it was posted. The man wrote a little blurb and he said, thank you for all our followers. Thank you for everyone that watches, our, watches the, this news channel. He said, I just want to say... Uh, out of all the reports that I've done in the history of this, it was a national news channel, in the history of this channel, all the reports that I've ever done with war and all these different things, he said, this video, this specific interview with this American carpenter has seen, I mean, it's superseded by far, all other views, all other, I mean, it was just, I was just blown away by how God can work when you just give yourself to him. I'm talking tonight about some men that was entrusted with some things from, from their master. And there was such a desire to please their master, they wanted a full return. Can't you hear the exchange going on over there? Coins are rattling. Weights are being set up. And, 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 and they're, they're walking away with shekels in their pocket. To be able to exchange this life for another. To be able to exchange what God's entrusted you with. Your time, your talents, your treasures, your, the, the, the giftings of the Spirit of God. To be able to be used of God for the full potential. There, there, there's not a thing in the world to compare it to. Can I tell you, Jesus loves you, number one. Number two, he, he wants to use your life. You're special to him. I, 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 mean, he, I mean, it's amazing how he just singles this out. Preacher, I don't know if I can do this or not. They were given according to their, their specific ability. If God didn't think he could do it, he'd never give it to you to do. 
Don't be afraid. You can do it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for this good word. Thank you, God, for, for helping us tonight. Thank you, for the, the, the Lord, just for the, the, the word of God and how it's special to our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for how that you've uh, uh, spoken to us tonight and how that you've brought things back to our memory and helped us, Lord. And I thank you for that. Well, we look to you now, who is the author and finish of our faith. I want to ask you tonight, if it's, if it's in reason, would you stand with us? The sister will play and give you an opportunity to respond to God. Yes. If he's spoke to you in any way, if he's touched your heart, if he brought things to your memory, if he's putting things to your mind, won't you deal with it tonight? Won't you surrender everything to him? Let him have it all tonight. He's clearly able to. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You come on now. Thank you. 